Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on Sunday afternoon, 8th of March, Sydney Portier, Autumn Day. Um, real classic uh, rugby league sort of first three, four rounds weather going on here in Poitz. Uh, first show of the year, backed by popular demand. Um, as always, coming at us from Melbourne, Victoria, former Hong Kong Thunderino, Jack Muir. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not bad. Uh Similar sort of weather down here, sun's coming on and off, I'm just sitting in the garden to record. Um, uh, last Sunday, uh, it's been a long off-season, last Sunday without league, so spend time with your families where you can. Um, yeah, I just, looked on, I just looked on Skype, just looked on Skype that the last time we called was 30th of September, so yeah, who would have thought we would have been uh, watching that grand final? Really, it was one of the better grand finals in our lifetime, I reckon. Top five? I actually said it was, yeah, it was up there. Um, really good grand final. I don't think there was any. Um, I think the right team won. Um, you know, the refereeing, uh, whatever it was, the, 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 the sixth tackle, um, and then the subsequent so, um, try from the Roosters. I have no problems with that. Me neither. Um, I didn't think it really affected thought the thought Roosters were the better team. Yeah. And, and I think but, that um, Canberra um, did much better than I thought. I remember at the time heavily loading all kinds of bets on the Roosters and none of them came in because I never expected such a tight scoreline. Yeah, I mean, it was a, I actually watched that um, Fox League do the do the uh, show where they get all the Roosters blokes sitting on a couch with yeah. Ben Robinson and they go, have you seen that? It's no, bloody good a actually. a tiny bit of it. What would you, you make of it? Oh, it was good. Like, just how, especially Cronk, and we'll move on to him later on, but Cronk, how he analysed the game. You forgot, you forget he got Sinbind, remember? And just like how they held out, um, and just when you watch it with players that were intimately involved in it, how in an 80-minute game they can see turning points that you probably don't quite get as much as a spectator or a neutral spectator, I would say. It was very interesting where they were saying sort of um, how they kept attacking, um, you know, kept going to the air with Tupou and just, I think it was early in the second half, none of the bounce of the balls or the calls went their way, but they just, they they, they stuck it out, toughed it out, and that's why I guess at the end of the day they won. And that try, like, it's getting, that try that Tupou set up really and they got it to Tedesco the trail, to win the, the game. The trail set up, but then used Tupou as well. Mm. I mean, that was a great try, overshadowed by that uh, six six again uh, yeah. debacle. How how close was the six again call to that try? It was pretty close, wasn't it? Uh, literally, uh, was it that next play? Next set of six. 
I think it was the next set of six. It was either the next set or the set after that. Set but, after, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of, it ended the Raiders, didn't it? it um, yeah, it, oh, that did. And then, but I mean, that sets it up now. We have the Sydney City Roosters going to 2020, trying to do the first three-peat since uh, early 80s. Yeah. Um, and look, I think you've got to be a very brave man to say they're not going to be there or thereabouts again. We'll get into that. So I guess the format of today's show is going to be our season preview. Um, and we're going to go through every team and then we'll work through some um, some of our predictions, which really got to hand it to the listeners. In the last few weeks, people have been really crying out for LC. Um, there was talk that we were going to re- return last week and people have been going back through the back catalog and um, ripping our predictions to pieces um, which is which is great. Going through the back catalogue, oh, I'll see. Very hurry. I've got a bit of feedback that some of my calls were were brilliant, uh, but I guess it's a case of you throw enough shit, some will stick, right? Yeah, one hundred percent, mate. Um, should have probably also um, talked to our sponsors this year, Rish's um, Pilsner. So nothing refreshes like Rish's. Um, they've been behind us. Now they're getting right behind us. So hopefully there might be a few Rish's prize packs to give out. Um, to some Hold of on the a second, isn't Reese's going out of production? No, nah, that was just banter. Was it banter to try and get people drinking up again? I don't know, I think it's just one of the um, Batuta advocate posts, you know. I actually uh, fell for a hook line sinker um, and then talked to someone that worked there, um, got, a, got in yeah. touch with someone and I said, what the hell's going on? And they said, that's the first I've heard. Um, oh, fuck, oh, yeah, I've been had as well then. Mm. Um, that's so, one of the things I, was, I talked to people about. When you think of New South Wales, how it's culturally different than Victoria, there's three things that come to mind. Rugby league and everything goes with it, including leagues, clubs, mm-hmm. ocean pools, mm. and reaches. <laughs> I cannot disagree with you more. Um, I think the general, the general uh, look of the population is, is a little bit different than Melbourne, though, isn't it? Ethnic, ethnically speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. There's a different mix, but I mean, those are the things that uh, sort of stay. And I guess politically, it is a bit more libertarian, New South Wales. Mm. Um, it does believe in the free market a wee bit more, which I haven't really, I didn't really notice until I sort of came back from Asia, mm. how Sydney's a wee bit more um, libertarian free market approach, whereas uh, I think Victoria, with its sort of mining background and that Eureka stockade, still has. A lip leaves a little bit more uh, power in the working man proletariat. Certainly does. So, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna get straight into this now, mate. We're gonna start with probably, if I had to say, what was your second favourite team? I'd probably say the Gold Coast Titans. Um, there's something about them and you that you've got a wee soft spot for them. Um, can't say the same thing for me. The Titans, we're going to rip through the starting, um, the predicted starting team. Um, and then we're going to go have a look at the odds for them to make the eight, etc. Um, but the Titans, let's have a look right now. We're going to rip into them. This is their round one predicted team. Brimson, Don, Brian Kelly, Callum Watkins, Philip Sammy, Tyrone Roberts, Ashley Taylor, Foduaker, Peets. Wallace, Proctor, Cartwright, Arrow, and then Peachy, Mitch Rain, 
Shannon Boyd um, played a test for Australia two years ago. And Sam Lazzone has been jet set across from the Warriors. You've got your Dale Copleys and, and your Sam Stones and your Keegan Hipgraves and Tana Boyd in the squad. Um, but this is this what they're saying. Is their best team round one? Top line thoughts for the Titans, mates. More of the same, isn't it? Uh, I think they do better than last year. I don't think they get the spoon. Uh, I still have some question marks over the centre pairing of Brian Kelly and Callum Watkins. I think they can be too hot and cold, and Callum Watkins was a real disappointment last year. He failed to um, get that 2017 form that saw him as one of the better players in, in the world at the World Cup. Uh, still Jai Arrow there. I mean, he's one of my top five players in the game. Fuck. I, yeah, definitely. I just wonder whether or not him going to South is going to affect them. But I just... I think you can't take away too much from what Holbrook will do with this side. I think he he's saying all the right things. I'm predicting them to get into that 12 to 11 to 14. Now, 11 to 12 bracket. Yeah. And have some hope. And I reckon in round 12, there'll still be a chance to top eight. And look, I, they're not. when I say second team, I just would like to see... I just want stability in that in that franchise. I honestly believe top Gold Coast is a league stronghold, and, and a team should be there. Um, it's it's it's, I guess, the love of rugby league. Why they're my second favourite team, I guess. Okay, so you reckon around twelve to fourteenth, which is a pretty pretty Titans kind of season. But they have been. Um, were they? Did they get the wooden spoon last year? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say that they're going to go back to back. Wooden Spoons, um, there's only one other team, I think, that are challenging them for the Wooden Spoon this year, and that's the Dragons. Um, but we'll get to the Dragons. There's nothing I like about this team. I don't mind Brimson, but, um, God, what's in between them? Don Kelly, Watkins, Sammy. <sighs> Pretty depressing. Nathan Peets is your hooker. Their real strength is their back row, Proctor, Arrow. But Bryce Cartwright, I mean, surely Tyrone Peachy's good enough He's to been start. looking good. He's been, he's been looking good, down? Cartwright. Yeah, no, he's even looked on the trolls. But Tyrone Peachy, hear me now, will have another breakout season and will probably play state football this year. He's a good footballer, again, has been looking good. I think personnel-wise, he struggled to, being an indigenous boy, being away from Fano and that doesn't really help. But I think he's now got a... Got a uh, he's settled on the coast. I'm expecting a big year from Tyron Peachy, who's one of my favourite players. There was talk that he was going to go back to Penrith. I'm, I'm actually stoked that he didn't in the end. I hate people getting out of their contracts early. You should you should have to stick it out unless they bring trades, which I'm fully on board with. Um, their over-under wins for the season, the line is set at 8.5. So that's going to finish on 20 points. I reckon that's just a load up on the under. They're not going to win that many games, are they? Mm. Nine games. They're saying you're saying they're going to win nine games. I think they can win ten, uh, ten to twelve. Well, twelve games is going to get them on twenty-eight points, so just a fraction outside of the eight. In some years, you might make the eight. Really? It's, yeah. So I think that twelve games is a big call, mate. It's a huge call. Um, don't don't think there's much good about them this year. But no, we're not saying the eight, are we? Either way, they're not, no. they're not making the eight for either of us. Um, on to the Dragons. 
Still got Paul McGregor coaching, which is just, that's depressing for Dragons fans. If there's ever an oh. example of a mediocrity, it's Paul McGregor. Plays the same style of football every year. Just nothing interesting about watching the Dragons play anymore. They had a couple of nice moments, you know, those early seasons, 17, 18. Um, and then they constantly got run down at the end of the year. They had a couple of nice playoff moments in 2018 when they beat the Broncos in Suncorp and yeah. almost should have beaten the um, Rabbitohs that year. That was, a, well, it was one of the great games of the last 10 years. Um, listen to some of these names, though, in, in this predicted team. Okay, Zach Lomax, Jason Saab, Ewan Aiken and Tim Lafay. Like, I know Dragons fans. And their hatred of that centre pairing, Aitken and Lafay, is right up there. And then this is about the third year they're running it back. It's just staggering that they haven't replaced those two guys or they've done something different. Jordan Pereira, Norman and Hunt are the halves, which is obviously their strength. Paul Vaughan, Isaac Luke, because Cameron McInnes is injured for a few weeks. James Graham, Tariq Sims, Tyson Frizzell, and Trent Merrinback. So they've got a pretty good forward pack, really good forward pack. You just you just got to sort of struggle to see where their points are coming from. And I think this bloke who they've named on the bench has to be starting by at least round three. Tristan Saylor, Blake Laurie, Jackson Ford, Jacob Host. And then you're imagining that Cameron McInnes will come in eventually. And Josh, Kerr, Josh Kerr did a, an AC, oh, he did a knee in the Indigenous game. It's actually quite promising. Corbin Sims, another who's injured. So... They've got quite a lot of name players, but I think just the, the, the division between their strength and their weakness is too too huge. The, the I, I, can't, I can't stand Corey Norman as a footballer. Wow. You has, has, seem to have a soft spot for him, but I just don't think... I'd hate him at my club. I just think when the tough get going, when, the tough, when it gets tough, he's nowhere to be seen. And Hunt, I don't mind, but he's, again, he's getting thrown too much money. Yeah, he's overpaid. But I think that halves in general are overpaid, and that's just the way that the NRL is at the moment. People pay genuine number sevens big money. Like, you know, most genuine number sevens are going to get paid a million dollars if they've sniffed rep football. Um, you can go mm-hmm. through from top to bottom, and, and that's just... Yeah, you're right. Even Ash Taylor, right? Yeah, Ash Taylor, Ben Hunt, you know, obviously Cronk when he was up there, um, Cameron Munster, Sean Johnson, DCE. You go through most of the top, but they're on that money. So, yeah, so he's just a worst of a bit of a good bunch. I actually thought he was um, their best player last year. He was really, really good. What about Jack De, the Jack DeBellin factor? DeFallon. What's the latest? Yeah. Well, I, I, I've heard from Wollongong sources that he will be playing by round four or five. The case will be getting thrown out. The cop that... Uh, or Should we, maybe we'll just leave it there. The co- the case, yeah. you think, you've heard that the case will get thrown out. Um, yeah, I don't really want to comment on the defense. I haven't stayed too close to it. I heard it's pretty serious, but let's um, let's see where he ends up. He's a pretty decent player, so he will help them. I see them missing the eight. I see them potentially getting the wooden spoon. And I see Flanagan, although that's been refuted. Um, I see Flanagan taking over from McGregor midway through the season. Interesting. Where do you see the Dragons this year? Ninth. Ninth? Yep. I think they'll give everyone a bit of hope. DeBallon will come back. They will be up to third or fourth going into sort of mid-year and then fall away like usual. Okay, so they're over-under a set at 10 and And they'll keep McGregor for another year. (laughs) 
So the over runs at ten and a half. Been a little bit of money on the over. Um, so people think maybe they might win eleven games, which is twenty four point twenty two points. Actually, no, plus the four for the buy, so 26. So they're kind of hovering around where you think they are, just missing out in the eight. It's probably fair enough call. Um, nothing nothing too... It's, and most people will pick them to miss the eight, aren't they? I don't think anyone's really um, talking big things about the Dragons this year. Um, this team, though, this team oof, could be anything. The Cowboys... Valentine Holmes, Kyle Felt, who had a bit of a quiet year last year. Isan Masters is across from the Tigers. Justin O'Neill has to be replaced by someone. He's awful. I'm a bad chick. So, Jordan Kahu's back at the Broncos. Yep. What's all all that about? Was he just on loan last year or something? Basically, well, he was still... Yeah, so I guess loan, because he's still contracted to the Broncos. So he's went back with... uh, Hmm. Who, what's his mum's name? Gemma Lee? No. I have no, no idea. You get um, two. <laughs> anyway, they've, she's got, uh, they've got a place in Brisbane and she's got a lot of friends and family, so they're finding it more comfortable there, even if he's playing for the North Devils most of the time this year. Very cool, mate. Great, great stuff. Um, ben Hampton. So O'Neill and Hampton's a huge weakness there. Um, but I think that you'll probably see Tom Opechich and maybe yep. Murray Tui Langi kind of slip in there, but um, let's see how that works or, out. Or that gun uh, that they unearthed at the nines. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, that yeah. guy, I don't know what race he is, but he's fast. He's indigenous. Yeah, I know the guy. And yeah, so I'll have to... Uh, Fido. Yeah. Fido someone. Yeah, let's let's figure that out. He, he could come in as well. Drinkwater and Morgan, really interesting, but then... Listen to this. McLean, Granville, Asiata, Cooper, Shanewright, and Tomalolo. Because is old Josh Maguire injured, is he? I think he is. So when Maguire comes in, that's pretty strong. And on the bench, Dunn, Hess, Robson, and Molo. I have the Cowboys with the new stadium factor in my top four. And potentially threatening to make the grand final, but ultimately not. I've got them fifth. Ooh, quite aligned. Yep, and it's Hamiso Tabuai Fido. So I mean, surely he gets he gets in there. It, it, I think he might be on development contract, which means he can't play before June thirtieth. You're though, right. right. You're right. Good knowledge. Now this is a little bit juicy. The over-under for them set at 11.5. So that's having them missing the playoffs, uh, missing the eight. The other uh, factor is the Val Holmes return. Oh. Like, you think he's just going to slot straight in? Absolutely. He's my he's my joint daily M um, punt, wow. which when we get my daily M punts. I like Valentine Holmes um, and another one um, from a different team, which I'll reveal shortly. But Valentine Holmes, I believe, for the daily M is paying 20s. Um, I just think he's going to come back in. The end of the season, 2018, he was the best player on the planet when he had that last 10-week run for the Sharks at fullback yeah. when Flanagan finally decided to play him over Dugan. Um, just in, he's just an incredible player. There's no... I mean, he's had one year off. And it's not as though he was injured either. Quite. 
So. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, maybe the gear off actually does all right for him. I mean, I've got a theory, going back to, to Ballon, this might extend his career by two years. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Didn't take long. I'm just going through in order here of um, how they appear on NRL.com. The Warriors, uh, near and dear to our heart, predicted round one team, RTS, Herbert, Fusitua, Hiku, Malmalo, Nikarima, Green, Parsi, Egan, Lisa Nalmao, Adam Blair, Tohu Harris, Lachlan Burr, and then on the interchange bench, Papali, Pulu, Curran, and CHT. The chat around the Warriors is that they are changing their style this year, and they're going to play basically reggae um, from the get-go. I think <laughs> they definitely um, weren't doing it in the trials, oh, though. God, well, why would you? Why would you? In the trial, yeah, don't don't, don't play reggae in trials. Like, yeah. career, what's the point? Yeah, don't knock the top of it in the in the trial. Just just you know, keep your powder dry. Um, apparently, Kearney had a meeting with them before the Raiders game of the last game of the season last year, and they said, "Fuck this, we're just going to play our, our style." And that's when they really probably scored the try of the season and ended up beating the Raiders in Canberra. Um, other players in the squad, um, we've got to see Hayes Pernan this year, don't we? Perham. Yes. I, I, just, I don't think he's that good. Well, He's not as good as we thought he was. He hasn't played enough. Tane Milne's right. there. Nathaniel Roach will be back mid-season. Jess Safunga's out into it round eight. Jared Beal, hopefully we won't see too much of him. Jermaine... Tanoa Brown, um, who just picked up a two-year contract. Warriors. And not a bad uh, hip-hop artist either. I see that. Yeah. Kane, Carl Lawton. I, I, I have no idea why the Warriors are just running Egan over Kane Lawton. Carl Lawton. Like, well, I, well, hang on, mate. You're reading this off NRL.com. That true. doesn't mean shit. I think Carl Lawton probably would start. Wade Egan's dog shit. Yeah, has impressed me so far. I mean, we've got some fans, uh, some mates that are Panthers fans, and they've never really trained or talked the house down about him, have they? No, he's he's never done anything to impress me. No Panthers fans are gutted he's leaving. Um, Look, I think the big key for the... Uh, the other thing I'd like to say is, what are we doing swapping Fuzzatour and Herbert? I've no fucking idea. And centres and wing. That won't last long. And then the Tohu-Harris factor... He stays fit all year. We go all right. For me, the Warriors are going to go better than last year. It was a season from hell last year because they came off a really good season prior. Um, they yep. finished eighth, but only two points off first. It was very, you could throw a, um, a tissue over the top eight in 2018. <laughs> the, the Sean Johnson pulling out on the eve of the season, basically, um, on the eve of preseason, that, that, you can't underestimate that yet. They, it's quite a sunny debacle. They, then they picked up Nicarima halfway through the season. They didn't have Harris. They had huge amounts of injuries all through the season um, and had some real narrow losses. Um, ultimately, a typical Warriors disappointing season. But I fancy them to do much better this year. And if it's true around they're going to play a different style of footy, I applaud that. And I see them on the precipice. People will laugh at me and they'll call me just a Warriors tragic. I see them on the right of the edge of the eight with two other teams. Now, I see the Panthers, Warriors, and Raiders fighting it out for the eighth spot. And wow, I've got them sixth. <laughs> I mean, the general gut feel is when you don't think the Warriors are going to go well, they go well. 
and you're just right. bucking that. You're just bucking that natural intuition, looking at us, thinking we're a bottom two team. Look, I've got a, a feeling at the bottom of my gut. I'm going to go with it, and I and when I've got that feeling at the bottom of my gut that we're going to fucking be in the top four, I know we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, no, I 100 percent agree with you, and that's why I'm I'm going to squeeze them into the eight um, at the expense of the Panthers and the Raiders. We'll get to those ones and why. Um, I, th- I see a few funky things going on this season. I see a few things that um, might not just go go to plan. But yeah, why not? Why not the Warriors? Um, they've got a tough first game away against the Knights. Uh, I think that's all right. I think that's the one that just sets the scene. It's a you should deal to the Knights. You should. They're um, quite um, they're long odds. Now the over under for the Warriors. So they've basically got the Warriors as the second worst time team in the comp, the sports bet. Um, they've set the over under at nine and a half wins. Um, and there's the no under, value in this over under though, is there? Like, no, I think they're just dogging people. Well, they they it, it, there's not a huge amount of value because it's always it's never going to be. They set it at even because it's how many do you think we won last year? I think last year we won ten. We won nine. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have a better season than last year, I believe. Okay, there you go. So you've got them at sixth. Fuck me, that fires me up. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, mate, we're one. We're four day, five days. That four sleeps out to this kick off of the season. How good is it going to be to kick off the first game of the season? Geez, I hope the dogs have got a sponsor by then. What are they doing? Nah, are they playing, are they playing hardball? Clean. I throw out that maybe legal counsel could sponsor them, but would we really want our brand associated with that? Nah, look, we're we're, we're too we can't yeah, we as, as a as a major um, podcast. We've got to show some. Um, we can't align ourselves with one team. Um, I'd like to see M and J Chickens back on, although the sidearm sponsor. Step up, M and J Chickens. Go for the whole hog. Put it all. What in. are M and J Chickens like? Are they just are they do they supply to the like uh, local roast chicken shop? Yeah, yeah. You can't get it Woolworths, can you? Probably not at the moment. I mean, I'd say if toilet paper's going, then rotisserie chicken should be fucking going. Actually, no, too temporary based. They don't last. I'd say I was actually happen. I was actually having a shit this morning, and I was actually thinking about the history of toilet paper. Like mm. the toilet paper we have these days, all soft, often two, sometimes you get four ply. I've seen, but like surely in when when New Zealand and Australia was first colonised, there wasn't toilet paper. So. What were people you Was it leaf based? Was it hand and wash based? Or just did you not even need it? Leaf and foliage and probably just hand and water. Well, I've got a theory that probably a lot of worms back then. Because their diets were so good in terms of uh, whole foods and stuff that it was just good, clean. Boop. But our diets these days mean like almost toilet paper has become a necessity, which is really quite sad. Yeah. But, I mean, I was talking to someone yesterday at our um, NRL fantasy draft, which we should touch on our team shortly. Um, really good day. You were doing it via Melbourne. I was, um, was about eight of us drafting in a room over in Neutral Bay. And we're talking about the shortage of toilet paper. And um, someone was saying, well, in the morning, to conserve toilet paper, he just goes straight from his shit straight into the shower. Um, so hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a bloke in the CRI Supercoach that is actually already on toilet paper rationing and is using the... Well, I think the, he, he's coming up with practical measures. And you know, I, I, I totally agree with it, but I just think if you're 
already, uh, you know, on a, a saving tour. I just think you're playing into the Dero's hands. Oh, you are, but it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, I don't know why we keep on talking about it, but it, it needs to be said. But like, these scaremongering idiots are going at them stealing the tool paper, and then because there's a handful of idiots that do that, it's forcing everyone else to do it. Because in order for it to actually get some, you've got to go and stockpile it. You're like, I went over to my local little supermarket across the road for me, and there's just like I had to buy overpriced two packs just to fucking get my um, toilet paper. Mm, um, interesting. Anyway. You've got wet wipes around, don't you? Yeah, but you can't flush wet wipes. It's terrible for the environment. So if you're happy putting them in the bin, um, that's fine. Yeah. But you well, don't what, want adults. What's the deal in like South American stuff? They don't let you put. Do they, they don't. They don't let you put anything down the toilet. Well, most of the sewer systems over there just can't cope it's, with it because I just. I don't know why, but they're probably not that well designed. But bidets are so big over there, and that is an absolute pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Like having pleasure. a nice, um, you know, little wash with a bidet is is, is a special. Special um, little treasure. Anyway, there's not enough of them over here. Maybe they'll go through the roof. Should should we open up a bidet business? Well, Deutsche, uh, who we know is selling portable bidets, which is basically just a two-litre Coke bottle with a different lid on it with a long sort of tube that you just push manually and it, with pressurizes up and throws it up your ass. All right. That, that's it. That is enough. Um, on to the dogs, no sponsors. They had Kia on the front of the jerseys last year. In yeah, Kia is a brand. Like, I don't, I've never owned a Kia, but I'd imagine they're fairly reliable. They're very into sports sponsorship. They do a lot with the Australian Open. Um, so DWZ, who I think is going to be really round one, Nick Meany, who is good. I like Nick Meany. Hopaway yeah. and Remus as centres. Oakenbohr, who probably needs to learn the fundamentals of the game. Cogger while oh. Foran's out and Lachlan Lewis at the halves. And then, gee whiz, Aidan Tolman still cracking, um, still cracking the starting lineup. Jeremy Marshall King, Dylan Napa, Corey Harawera Naira, Josh Jackson, Adam Elliott, and Stimson Britt, Renoff Tumanga, and Sione Katoa, who I believe would be the Sione Katoa from Dummy Half. The Dummy Half. And then you've got the likes of Foran to potentially come in. Chris Smith is injured. Um, Morgan Brandon, Harper. Brandon Wakeham. Morgan Harper. Christian Crichton. Just need to keep Kieran Holland away from the bloody starting lineup. Well, he looks as though he's gone. No, he's there. He's still there. He's there. He's there. So, Remus. So, so Surely he yeah, gives more there. value than Tolman these days. So, he's shifted in. The dogs are lying at, sitting at nine and a half wins a season, same as the Warriors. So, people think they're going to be around, or well, the punters think they're going to be around 15th, 14th or 15th. I don't mind But the hold on, mate. Hold on, mate. Yeah, anyway. I think there's something wrong with that market. Why? Because it's basically saying, yeah, I just don't think there's value there. Don't, don't, use, don't punt on that market. I, I, I think the dogs for over nine and a half wins. I like the dogs this year. I think they're going to finish around 11th, 12th. That's where I have them. And I have them upsetting the Eels this week in a bit of a surprise. So do I, actually. Um, uh, Bank West. This this uh, Thursday night, I've got them finishing fifteenth and sixteenth. So Bulldogs finish fifteenth. They get their um, they win, but their first game of the year, and we're away laughing. Nice. All right, we're making our way through down here. Now we're down past the dogs into the Knights. Um, <sighs> They're a hard one to really predict this year. I feel. 
Ponga Moonboot Gehamat Shibasaki Tautau Monga Heimel Hunt Kurt Mann Mitchell Pierce Yuck I David? love Tautau Monga And I don't really leg. like Kane Ponga Clemmer, Braley, Saifiti, Fitzgibbon, Barnett, Glasby, and then Connor Watson, Josh King, Herman, Essay, Essay, and Aiden Guerra. Um, Sportsbet has their line at over 11.5, so missing the 8, probably. I see them missing the 8. I see them around that 13th. I just can't look at that team and get any confidence that they're going to be a top 8 side. Their new coach is... Yes. Adam O'Brien. I've got them 13th, so I'm about with you. Yeah. Just They're just the, uninspiring. Uh, what's that? There's just, apart from Ponga, there's nothing exciting about their team. Nah, not. I mean, Clemmer will give you go forward, but then he's going to be out for state football. Mm. State football will kill them because their best player will go. Oh, and their two best players will go. Yeah. Although Jaden Braley will go good this year. He's excellent. Um, and then, the, but even that back row, like Fitzgibbon, Barnett, Glazeby, it just doesn't have that reggae enough to really win your games. Mm, yeah. You know Tex Hoy? There's a, there's a lot of chat for Tex Hoy. But his old man's like a famous surfer. Really? Yeah, quite. And, and what era? Uh, well, our dad, oh no, not even our dad's era, probably he must be in his 40s, late 40s, so 80s maybe. Really? Hmm. Nice. Alright, Panthers. Caleb Aitkins, Josh Mansour, Dean Fare, Brent Naden, Brian To'o, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary. Then James, Turncoat, Tarmel, Apisai, Corusel, Tedavano, Kakao, Yeo, Fisher-Harris. And then on the bench, like this, Kurt Capewell, Liam Martin, Spencer Lenui, don't know him, and Moses Leoto, like that bench. Um, other guys, potentially, you've got Tyrone May, MWZ, um, Stephen Ken Crichton. Bloor, the Bloor brothers, someone on the Nationals. Who was Why is Dylan with... Edwards starting a fullback? He's out till round ten or something. Yeah. Who was that um, guy with headgear? Matty Burden. Yeah, Matty Burden. I thought he Who's... might um, start, and Jerome Luai would be the um, would be the. Yeah, Matty Burden's not even in. He must be yeah. in another development contract. Which mean again, he can't play till what June thirty, which must be about like round ten. Hmm. No, it's way. It must be like round fifteen or something. Who Edwards? No, uh, Matty Burning because he'll be on a development contract. He played a game last year. Are oh, you saying that they can't play after that? After that, can't point? play until after June thirtieth. Right. Shit. So, gee, how good is winter? In terms of just league on TV. Oh, it's it's exciting. Panthers' yeah. Panthers' season wins over eleven and a half. Over under is eleven and a half. They are. Like they don't scream top eight. Looking at them, do they? I mean, I, I walked in thinking, I don't know. I think they've lost some players that they really wish they didn't. Like Wonga Blake and DWZ, that was just fucked. Like they, those two, you put those two in that side right now, and that's a whole different um, level of excitement. Um, well, I just loved how they had a couple of years ago Blake running off Kikau. Um It's just fucking deadly. And I just yep. think they, they've just. If you look at the Panthers last six to eight years, they've just fucked it all up. They've just really been a mess. 
they've had the chance to really haven't even made a grand final. Yeah. Um, disappointing. You'd have to say like they've had a lot of really really good players. Disappointing. Um, seems as though there's well, a bit of eleventh. Yeah, I've got them. I've got them ninth or tenth. Well, so you've got them fighting for the eight. Yeah. Interesting. I think Cleary is a real shot at M this year. Um, wow. But maybe a fourth or fifth. He, he'll be in the running. Um, here we go. The Tigers. Adam Dewey. David Nofaluma, who I think is going to have a massive season. Um, Paul Momorowski, who they're still potentially that trades back on the table with Harry Grant, who if they get him, they could be really interesting. Um, Joseph B.J. Leilua, the baddest man on the planet. Fuck, it's going to be good watching him for the Tigers. Corey Thompson and Benji Marshall still there, aren't they? A couple of veterans. Luke Brooks. Oh, um, just knocked over the microphone there. Um, and Alex Twal. Who's Billy Walters? Billy Walters is Kevin's son. So he's the guy that played for the Storm, um, Storm last year. What's his position? He's playing hooker. Oh, they- yeah, you can play them uh, five eighth as well. Really? Yep. Hmm. Thomas McKayley, Lucky Leilua, Garner, Luke Garner, Matt Eisenhuth, ugh. Josh Alloway, Chris Lawrence, Josh Reynolds, and Michael Chi Cam. Tommy Tillow, you'd hopefully would come into the team at some stage. So, Elijah yeah. Taylor, Moses Imbai, who's injured for a bit, he'll come in. Um, Robert Jennings, just got a real Tigers. 12th to 13th feel about them, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I've got them 10th, so... But they just be so well year. coached. Is it... Look, I mean, I love Benji, but at his age, he's not going to take you to the top four, is he? Well, I mean, I, and I don't rate Brooks. Brooks. I mean, I've, I actually... I have, over summer, I sort of have think, I thought, in 10 years, when Tyrone Roberts and Luke Brooks are both retired... Who will have their career looked on more favourably? Say that again. In 10 years, when both Luke Brooks and Tyrone Roberts are retired, who will have their career looked on more favourably? Luke Brooks. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, I just don't think he's done anything. He's, he's never played a top eight game. He's never played a final. Wow. Has Tyrone Roberts? Of course. Did he play that finals game against the Broncos? Or was he in the UK? Ooh, I, I think he might have played, played for the Knights, isn't he? Yeah, actually, he's in a bit. He's good for the Knights. Really good. I'll find that out for you, but I think he's played uh, uh, finals. So, yeah, yeah, 2000 and when did Knights? He's definitely played finals. 2013, he yeah. He played under Bennett. Yeah, exactly. He played a preliminary. He played qualifying semi-final preliminary final he got one game away that's actually a pretty good comparison I think people expect it to be Brooks but I don't know I think that's just good I don't mind that so he was in the halves Tyrone Roberts and Jared Mullen in 2013 in that night side that went one game away from the grand final under Bennett so gee it's still a pretty good side Ngangai and little B and the baddest man on the planet in the centres fuck was he good for the Knights, BJ? Yeah, that's when he came good. He he, he wasn't he, good, good, was he? He wasn't Raiders good. Uh, that, uh, he had one really good year with the Knights. He wasn't Raiders good, though, no. No. 
Um, all right, Broncos. Really interesting, the Broncos. Um, it's really strange that I'm hearing that they're going to play Jack Bird at fullback and Yasako on the interchange. Then Corey Oates, Castoni Staggs, Darius Boyd in centres. Like, jeez. Jesse Arthurs. Jesse Arthurs. Oh, Seabold so, loves him from so, Rabideau's days. Wasn't Jesse Arthurs playing for the Titans last year? Yeah, but he was Rabideau's before that, and that's where Seabold knows him from. So Jesse Arthurs, you'd think maybe he would play in the centres over Boyd, and they'd put um, Yasako in. This loyalty to Boyd is just out of control. <laughs> no. But he's um, retired now, so maybe now they've got an excuse to like look for the future. Anthony Milford, I just wished once that he would turn up to the season not looking like six kgs overweight. Like I can just imagine him finishing training, driving home, going into like a a night. Well, don't, 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 doesn't Milford race Greg Inglis back to the hotel in his car? <laughs> but Inglis always wins. Don't know. Um, and eating ice cream. I just cannot see. He's not a f- hard trainer. Anthony Milford, also on a million, isn't he? Um, Brody uh, Croft. He's a half, as you say. They get a million. They demand yeah. it. Brody Croft, TPJ at prop. Jake Turpin, Payne Haas, Alex Glenn, David Fafida, Patrick Carrigan, then Yusako Fledger, McCulloch, Reese Kennedy. <laughs> um, other players, Matthew Lodge. Joe Offerhengawe, I think they're both carrying injuries. Isaiah Perisi, who got done for drugs. Jamil Hopawati's up there in the squad. Yeah, no, I like that, the Redcliffe boy. Yeah. Well, he's not a Redcliffe boy, but he played a few years for Redcliffe Dolphins, playing real well. Um, they've got so much young talent. I can't see them missing the eight. I've got them at seventh. Really? Remember, remember their last game? I've got them 14th. I just do not rate Seabold one iota. And remember what happened to them last year? They made the finals last year and got killed by the Parramatta Eels. That's just embarrassing. It was 50 points, wasn't it? Wasn't it 60? Fucking hell. They were just bad. Like, Seabold is just a joke. Yeah. I I feel, how how did they go with him? A, A proud franchise, publicly listed like that, getting themselves in this position, it's actually inexcusable. Like, you can slag off the Warriors as much as you like, but we haven't had the advantages the Broncos do. Uh, haven't we? Nah, shit, no. League is not... Really, no. doesn't really feature in New Zealand, like, compared to Brisbane. No, that's fair. Um, Broncos' line's also at 11.5, so they've got a lot of teams around there. They're basically saying maybe not making the eight as well. Oh, they're on the precipice, aren't they? They could I'm be seven. Could be I ninth. just think Seabold's a joke. Fafita will still play well. Um, if he like, if they, they play more minutes, Boyd in the centres. Hmm. Needs to play more minutes for mine. Um, okay, well, next we've got real changing of the guard here in the Shire. Matt Moylan, if he ever plays. Josh Morris, I mean, he's only going to be fucking warming that seat until he goes to the Roosters. Jesse Ramian's back. Bronson Cherry, Ronaldo Mulatalalo, the Loatian Prince, Sean Johnson, Chad Townsend, big podcast podcast man, Chad, Chad Townsend, Andrew Fafita, Blake Braley, Sharon Woods, Brighton Nakora, Wade Graham, Jack Williams. Fuck, that's not that bad. I like it. Braden Hamlin, Ueli. Billy Magolias, don't even know who has. Connor yeah, Tracy. Played for Newtown last year. 
Jason and Bakuya, and then you've got the likes of Dugan, Sione Katoa, William Kennedy, um, all sort of sniffing around. Well, initially they I had made the eight from one. They made the eight. Initially, I had the Sharks down at thirteenth, and that's where I'm going to keep them. I still don't see them making the eight. I think they make the eight. They sneak in. They finish eighth. And then they can give teams a real shot. Like you've got Sean Johnson in there, mate. You've got Andrew Fafida. Who's captain? Josh Morris. That's not good. Uh, Wade Graham. Wade Graham has to be right. I just feel like Paul Gallen not there. I just think a lot of those guys will they'll be playing up. I could see Fafida and Woods out on a school night regularly. Yeah, I think Wade Graham could pull them back into the line. I really hate Wade Graham. And John Morris as a coach? Yeah, I don't know. And then Josh Morris wanted to leave and go to the Chooks. What does that say? He still wants out. Does he know? Like, he seems a a normal enough bloke. Like, he he don't really want out if something's wrong, right? Mm. He sees the writing on the wall. He He wants a title. The Roosters. That's what he's going for. He won a title in 2010, didn't he? No, he didn't. He'd already gone, wasn't he? No, Jay Moss has played a couple of grand finals, and he did not win. And won what? Won them? He did not win in 2009. 2009? Yeah, he didn't win in 2009. And I don't think he's won a premiership. No. Wow, He Brett missed has. the Dragons. He was a year too early. He went to the yeah he went to the dogs in 2010. No, he went to the dogs in 2009 actually. So yeah, so he missed them. Um, okay, here we go. Manly. Um, Trebojevic is out as is Jack Shishovsky. Um, so they're going to have a round one how team long? missing those two guys. For how um, long though? Those just guys. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just yeah. a couple. Then you've got Tom Trebojevic. George Tafua, Brad Parker, Moses Suli, Ruben Garrett. Pretty nice. Yep, I like that. Dylan Suli's. Walker, six with DCE. That, for me, I would like to see Dylan Walker in the centres, get rid of Brad Parker and bring in Cade Cust. Brad Parker's not bad, though, man. Yeah, but Dylan Walker's better. Dylan Walker's yeah, good. Yeah, quite. Adam Fanua Blake, who his career went to another level last year. Danny Levi in for the bloke that stabbed a guy out at Hillsong. What was his name? What can it- uh, that was Manasi Fainu. I know because he's my fantasy team. But Denny Levi, I think we'll under right. Hasler's tutelage, could go. He just he fell off the rails at the nice, didn't okay, he? Good. Tapal, Sirenin, Thompson, Corey Waddell. But then when Tabojevic and Jashivsky come back in, um, Sipley, Cust, Kepi, and Olaka Atta. That there for me is your 2020 NRL champions, Manly Seagulls. I just think that Cherry Evans and a fully fit Tom Trebojevic and when Jake comes back, they've got the front rowers there and Blake and Tapel. Like the go forward's incredible. I reckon Levi will be an upgrade. Um, actually, not necessarily an upgrade. He'll hold his, he'll hold his place because Coruscant's pretty good. Dylan Walker, um, I reckon, is primed for another good season. Garrick was awesome last year. Suli, I just hope he can stay off um, whatever he eats to make himself incredibly fat. Um, Tafu is good. That back row is very willing, Sirenin and Thompson. Um, 
I like this team. They've got enough experience, a little bit of um, brilliance. Great coach. I've got Tom Trebojevic as my daily M player over the year. I think he's going to play Sorry. the full season. Um, I wouldn't mind having a, having a little go oh, at DCE. See, didn't you say someone else was daily M? I said Valentine Holmes is another um, outsider, oh, okay. but I like yeah. Tom T. And they are my premiers okay. to beat. Got, yeah. um, are you matching me? Yeah, so far I'm matching you. But who Fuck. you got them playing the grand final? No, I don't have them winning the premiership though. But I've made, I get them making the grand final. Okay, yeah, I've got them playing the Roosters and beating the Roosters in the grand final. I've got them playing the Storm and losing the Storm in the grand final. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you like Manly, obviously. Um, I don't, as I've said, they are the. They real are product. just a fucking football team. Over under wins twelve and a half. They'll blow that away. They'll absolutely blow that away. How good's Ruben Garrick? Does he get talked about for state football this year? I don't see why not. Yep. Don't see why not. Wow. Um. Okay. Let's da, 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 on to the next. Parramatta Eels. Very good season last year for them. Yep. Pretty much rolling it back again with a couple of acquisitions. Gutherson, Sevo, Jennings, still going. Wonga Blake, full season. He'll be very good this year. Blake Ferguson, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, RCG, Red Marnie, good player, Red Marnie, Junior Paulo, Sean Lane, Ryan Matheson, Nathan Brown, Takai Rangi, Kane Evans, Nia Koro, Nekore, and Daniel Alvaro. And then probably outside of the squad, like a George Jennings might play a little bit, Penny Terrapo. Oregon. They like Oregon Confuci and James Um Will Smith. I love Will Smith at Origin Time. Love him. <laughs> he I love him. He looks good. He's as shit. Another really good season for the Eels. I think they're gonna finish fifth. Wow. Um borderline top four team. Could easily squeak in there, potentially challenge the Cowboys who have gotten fourth. Um like them a lot. Mitchell Moses. You've what? I've got them the wooden spooners this year. <laughs> you're having a laugh, mate. I know mate. you hate the eels. You can't put them as a wooden spoon team. You can't call yourself a po- podcast pundit and do that. Mate, Sell it to me. I've told I'm just actually looking at in our article and one of the headlines is Brown, as in Dylan Brown, Brown still looking for ribs but happy with his back. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> What, but what I mean, the they, they are they are the the wooden spoon specialists, and I just think is I think if you start hyping them up like everyone is this year, they're gonna fall flat. The eels, mate. No, I think they're they're gonna be really good. I mean that that home you, ground. I don't rate Brad Arthur. That home ground advantage is. Oh, mate! It's just one. Like everyone's gonna play there now. Twelve and a half is the overs for the season wins. Um, yeah, I think that's that's nice. It's tasty. It's a piece of. Bloody grass, sixty by one hundred, mate. And they people can't win there. Yeah, because it's a bit dewy, but they'll get used to that. Mm. Um. Okay. You didn't really convince me. I just, mate, it's the brand. Okay, Melbourne Storm. Speaking of brands, Ryan Papenhuizen, who's going to get the goal at one, um, like that a lot. Again, I think if you had a bet, who's going to lead the NRL in meters this year? He's going to run away with that. That guy's going to run for the most metres single-season record. Um, Josh Adokar, Marion Seve, Justin Olam, 
Sui Lasu Vornavalu's last ever season. Um, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith, Asofa Solomona, Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich, Dale Finucan, Harry Grant, Kamika Mitha, Tino Faasumaluai, and Thomas Eisenhuth with the block of cheese. Your, pr- your pronunciation's Smith. gone downhill over summer. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not in the league zone, am I? Um, uh, you know. Brandon Smith will be there um, after he comes out from injury. Brinko Lee, we'll see a bit from him this year. Um, Christian Welch, when's he back? We're big fans. Yeah, Christian Welch is back, um, maybe around six to round eight. Just for me, you've got you're talking about your minor premiers, the Melbourne Storm. They win a, um, another JJ Gilson Shield. I just can't wait for just walking down to Tara and Nikala right league when we were standing with a massive big jacket on, freezing in winter, a few beers under my belt to watch top class league. Fuck, I'm fired up. Yeah, I mean, you, you just blessed with another very, very, very good Melbourne Storm team, um, Cameron Munster. What a what a player. Look at, that, um, look at that forward pack, though. Have another look at that forward pack. That is awesome. Best yep. forward pack in the game. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. Um, I have to... Brandon Smith coming on for just impact. Yeah. Fucking exciting, isn't it? Fa'asuamalue, um, who is on the bench, is like going to be one of the world, world uh, one of the world's best forwards in the couple of years. So, well, who's who signed him? The bloody Titans. The Warriors tried to get him and threw cash him, and he didn't come back home, which is a, which is a shame. Um, now, I think this next team um, dubbed the new salary court cap cheats. But if you actually look at them, I'm actually going to stop saying that because I don't I don't think that they actually are over the cap. But there's a lot of Debate around this team. Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Campbell Graham, Braden Birds, James Roberts, Dane Ngangai, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Tavita Totola, Damian Cook, Thomas Burgess, Jaden Sewer, Cam Murray, Liam Knight. Really like Liam Knight. Same. Corey Allen, Mark Nichols, Tom Amoni, and Keon Kulamatangi. And you've got your Ethan Lowe's. Ethan Bryson Rose Goodwin will, fo- will feature Bryson, uh, definitely come origin time. Alex Johnson. Quite, Fuck. the Papua New Guinean international. That's a fall from grace. Well, they don't no, have him in the best team. No, it's not a fall from grace. It's just he's still getting paid lots of money. He just can't make the team. Hmm. Look how good their team is. It's not fair. Oh, I, I, I don't see it. I think they've lost too much grunt in the forwards. Um I think Thomas Burgess without his brothers will be Mate, interesting. Tatola's good. Uh, he's just a guy. Um, you can pick up a Tavita. You can okay, wander so down to Ringrose Park. Related to Matthew? You can wander down to Ringrose Park on a Saturday afternoon and find five Tavita Tatolas. Um, Damien Cook is going to struggle this year for mine behind the full pack. Um, it's Ringrose Park. It's, um, what's his name? Uh, Cabramatta, isn't it? Does it make me? Not Cabramatta. Um, who's the who's the Parramatta feeder team? Uh, uh, it is. Oh Jesus! You've got me. Not Mount. That's uh, Cabramatta. No, well, that is one of the feeder teams. Fuck. Do you mean oh, Mounties? Mounties. No, no. Cabramatta. I'll no, look at it. Mount yep. Look it up for me. Um, I have the Souths finishing sixth. I've got them finishing seventh. 
Hang on, you've said about eight teams. You said the. I oh know you got the Warriors six, do you? Six. Yep. Yeah. Wentworthville, you mean? Yeah. That's it. Quote, mate. That's a great call from you. You could find yeah. a Totola there. Um, I think the Rabbitohs. I don't think the Trails are one. I think he'll get into form. He's a brilliant player, magnificent player. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is going to be exciting to watch him. And I have to admit, seeing him in Myrtle and Cardinal and Myrtle is going to be something. Over under soft yeah. tissue and injuries for Adam Reynolds at setting it at two and a half. Wow. What, what would you go? But the what over? a goal kicker. What a, what a kicker. I'd go over you, yeah, definitely. Best field goal merchant in the game, him or Cherry Evans? Uh, DCE. Just, I think he, well, DC does it with more style, I guess. And he goes to the left. He goes to the left. always look like he's dying, like always on one leg. Fuck, he's good. He like run. He, he just even his jog is limping, right? Yeah. No, he's um, he's gonna be fantastic. This here, the Canberra Raiders. Um, so let's just go back to the bunnies in terms of over under wins. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Where are we here? South Sydney. Over under is at twelve and a half. So they think they are. Yep, playoff team. Um, ran about the same line as Manly. Um, Canberra. Grand final losers. This Canberra season reminds me of their season in 2018. Coming off a preliminary final loss, they had a very big down season when Rick just lost a whole lot of close games. And unlucky. For me, the writing's on the wall for a huge letdown. Losing Aiden Caesar, the baddest man on the planet, Joseph BJJ Law. Um, Jordan Rapana, underrated loss, but they might pick him up mid-season after half a season Rara. George Williams comes in, um, and I'm pretty sure that um, I haven't really seen an English half ever come into the NRL and take it by storm. John Bateman's out for the first six or seven um, rounds. Um, this is what we're looking at. Nickel Klockstad, Cottridge Croker, Curtis Scott, Bailey Simonson, Whiten and Williams, Soiola Hodgson, Papali, Horsburgh, Elliot Whitehead, Tapanay, Louis Havili, Emer Guler. Emre Guler, who's got a really nice mum. Luke Bateman, and then obviously we mentioned the likes of John Bateman coming in. Hudson Young, the grub. Um, Ryan Sutton, good player. And then Sam Williams. Um like to see Sam Williams play a bit of first four or five round football. I've got them missing the eight. I've got them coming in at ninth, just ahead of the Panthers, who for me are tenth. And I think it's a classic letdown season. Um, too many times they'll get um, they're going to get talked up a lot. They're going to win some nice games on a Sunday afternoon in Bruce Stadium, but it's just the heartbreak of last year. They are not going to recover, and you're going to see a really fucking angry Ricky Stewart this year. I rate Curtis Scott, and I got them coming fourth. Oh! But then probably going on straight sets. Okay, so getting a home home um, final and coming up a, against you know the likes of a South um, kind of thing. They, so they'll play a home final against the no, no, they'll no, they won't. Top four, they'll play Storm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. At, and they'll and Storm will do them in a not. It'll be a tough game, and then they'll have to play the Warriors in the second round. Okay. And boosted them. Interesting. 
Yeah, we're, we're, that's our first big disagreement, the Raiders. Apart yep. from that, we're strangely aligned. Um, on to... Well, hang on. Where do you have Eels? Fifth. Yeah, I've got them. Screen, so. <laughs> yeah, I just think you're just doing that for, to shock the public, though. Um, no, why? The Eels, anyway. On to the back-to-back premiers. No Cooper Cronk. So we've got Kyle Flanagan playing with Luke Carey, who was just an absolute superstar last year. Tedesco Tupo, Crichton in the centres, which I find strange. Surely Orbison goes back to centre and Crichton comes into the second row. Crichton was sensational last 12 weeks of the season. Wasn't he? Joseph Manu, um, now with no Luttrell, maybe they really shift their attack over to his side of the field and, and I can see him having a monster year. B. Moz, Cole Flanagan Carey, JWH, Jake Friend. Wonder how much competition he'll get from Sam Verrills. Um Siwa Takiaho, Boyd Cordner, Mitchell Orbison, Victor Radley, Butcher, Liu, Verrills, Tupanuia. And then you've got Ryan Hall, um, Billy Smith, and Lindsay Collins kind of going to come in and play a few games. Lachlan Lamb. He could, he, he could Lamb. come and do some work in the halves. Uh, I've got the Roosters finishing third. I've got them finishing second. And I've got them making the grand final and losing to Manly, going to try and get a three-peat. Wow, like a replay of the 2013 grand final. And what a a great grand final. I didn't watch that one. I mean, I didn't watch it live. Really? No, the last one I didn't watch live was in South Africa. And, geez, I was sort of, I wanted Manly to win. It was a brilliant grand final. Absolutely brilliant. Yep, because Sunny Bill broke it open. Yeah, it was actually it was it was uh, the momentum shifted quite a bit in that one, didn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Cherry Evans got um, Churchill, which I fucking hate that award. But anyway, um, what else? So we've done our predictions. Who do you think is going to win? You think Storm? You think Storm beat Manly? I think Storm beat Manly in the grand final. Yeah. Uh, a replay of the 2007 Grand Final. Yeah. Um, a couple of things... 2008, wanna, the 2007 what, Storm 1, remember? Yeah. A couple of things we want to head on. Um, who's Kieran Mosley? Kieran Mosley. Now, can you not remember him? He was that quite tall hooker, indigenous. He he looked so good. Oh, yes. Yeah, for and the Titans. They, for the Titans, and I think he played for... The Panthers too, but he just ended up. I think he plays Ipswich Jets now. I really look. He was one of those players that looked like Tarzan played like Jane, but I still don't think he played like Jane. I thought he didn't get a, a, a go. So I'm sure there's something behind the scenes where he's done wrong to stop to annoy somebody. When you've got players like Wade Egan in the comp, well, I mean it's rugby league, and if. If you can't explain why a player isn't a team, there's there's a very strong chance that he's done something um, he shouldn't have. I mean, we're talking about the great game rugby league. Um, no, you over summer and points. Like what? What are you going to remember of the nineteen twenty summer? What what's going to stick in your mind about that? The what summer? The nineteen twenty. The, the last summer we had. The smoke bushfires. Smoke bushfires definitely. What a, and the 
our weather was sort of a horrific. Worst summer I've had. Uh, Sport-wise, can you remember anything? Getting absolutely towelled by Australia at cricket. And obviously Australia not even having a summer. No, we ruined this. We ruined this summer. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a funny... Did did you have many outside piss-ups? No, it was a shit summer. I've only been to the beach a handful of times, I reckon. I'm trying to get a a, a late run here into March-April. Um... Okay, so the Storm Tigers loan deal looks as though it's going to be back on the table. Good. Um, I'm pretty happy about but that. It has to be played within the rules. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Um, let's hopefully see um, that Harry Grant can get some run for the Tigers. I think it'd be brilliant. I think he would make a huge difference to their team um, and potentially, you know, help them threaten the eight with big match behind them. Um, Are you. Do you think Fox League is innovating enough? Is doing Fox enough? Fox League aren't upgrades? innovating. They just fucking gave Matt Noble money because he's Matt Matty Johnson's Nagel, mate. Nagel, Jesus! Like, well, he's okay at doing those like voiceovers, but just don't let him oh, commentate. God, he's bad. Um, so I've heard that they didn't they didn't sign Cooper Cronk, but they signed Matt Nagel. Just insane. Yeah. Like Cooper Cronk, what's he? Is he going to be on Channel Nine this year? But I wish he'd smile, Cooper Cronk. Jeezy's good to listen to, though, isn't he? He's one of the yeah, only he knows guys league. who really... I'll tell you who is good to, to talk league with. I'll tell you a mm. great person to talk league with, Trent Robinson. He goes, he's, he's in my local cafe a lot. I should, I should really go is up he? and have a chat. Yeah. Oh, did you, oh, did you have any sightings over the, um, over the summer of any leagueies? Uh, I saw Dylan Walker. Whereabouts? Uh, in Newtown. Nice. Um, big calves on him. Oh, was he with his uh, ex Miss Australia Mumsy? No, no, sort of mate. Um, and who else? Who's that bird that you said is the most beautiful person you've ever seen in real life? Mm. She got she they, she got caught in a um, a gang uh, house like caught, no, Karen. that's not her. That's Anessa's Mrs. Got caught in a gang house, isn't it? Uh, you I, sang, said, you I saw said Delta Goodrum one night. I said Delta uh, Goodrum. She sang at the Olympic National uh, Olympic opening ceremony. Delta Goodrum. Yeah, her. Was that, that is that I, true? I didn't say the most. She's up there. Yeah. What, what was she wearing? No, she's with a guy who's wearing track pants, and I was at dinner, and she was in the table behind me. Interesting. Yeah. What were you eating? Uh, I don't know. I was at the restaurant Riley Street Garage though in Surrey Hills. Closed? No, nah, I think it's still still there. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, nah, let's not go too deep. What do you think of the NRL ad? I liked it. Yeah, you, you're a happy. cheerleader. You can't... I know. You, oh, fuck off, you're happy you, with anything. You're the one that tells me I'm a, a contrarian. Yeah, not with league, though. Really? You, you fucking love everything that Todd Greenberg dishes up. I do like Todd Greenberg, but what about... Okay, have you what about seen him the wearing a hoodie? Ad? What about him wearing a hoodie... In the what was it? Was he in the hospital next to Mossy Marsoi or something? What's wrong there? It's fucking cold over the You're UK the at the moment. You're the fucking commissioner of our game wearing a hoodie. Philandis is going to take his job. Philandis is over there negotiating. You hate Philandis. I do. He's yes. negotiating the highest. Um, you know, he's over there talking to Lachlan Murdoch and Todd Greenberg's at the World Club Challenge in a fucking hoodie. Like that says everything. <sighs> do you know um, Todd Greenberg wasn't a bad uh, cricketer? Do you play for Bankstown? No, he's Eastern Suburbs based. No, I thought he's a big 
Bankstown man. Oh, you don't get confused with getting the job of CEO of Bulldogs and actually coming from the area. Mm. Yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah. come on, mate. But he actually played in the Australian Jewish Games in... Scored a hundred... Quote, I don't know how I know this. <laughs> it was in Alice Springs once. And he said, apparently got player of the tournament, which, I don't know, no Jewish people's played for Australia, I don't think. That's a good question. I'd like to find that out. Um, without, uh, without, the, who's, the, who's the greatest first-grade Jewish player? I mean, you must know this. Ian Rubin. He's French. What? He was Ukrainian, mate. Ian Rubin. He played yep. for France, didn't he? No. I was going to you say Stephen Menzies for some reason. I thought he could be Jewish. Stephen Menzies. Yeah. No, uh, Ian Rubin. He played. Ian Rubin played for Russia at the two thousand. That's it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm getting confused with Remy Kestri. Kestri, who played for the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Remy Kestri. Yeah. Quite. Um. Yeah, I didn't like the ad. Just because I just thought it was just cheesy and cheap. Like, I get being inclusive. They just all, they just executed it really badly, and it pissed me off. It, just, yeah, it seems a, like they made it in three days. I loved... Well, yeah, okay. Look, this, what about... Have you seen the new Fox League ad with Jimmy Barnes? No. So there's another Simply the Best ad. Oh, are you kidding me? Quite, and it's got Jimmy Barnes, and it's him and his band... Oh, you got to watch it's out. It's out on Fox League now, and it's basically they're playing in the ruins of Sydney Football Stadium. Wow. Anyway, maybe next week you can give me your feedback on that. I didn't mind it, but again, I think you're right. Maybe I like everything to do with league. I think you do. Um, all right, really fucking quickly, I'm just going to give fire off round one to you, and you're going to give me the winners, okay? Yep. Eels, dogs, Bankwest, Thursday. All dogs. Agree. Raiders at home to the Titans, Canberra. Raiders. Potential upset. Cowboys at home to the Broncos, new stadium to Townsville. Cowboys. That's the that's the that's the front oh wow. Saturday afternoon, McDonald Jones Stadium, Newcastle, the Knights host the Warriors. Warriors. Agree. Rabbitohs at home to the Sharks, ANZ Sydney, five thirty Super Saturday. Sharks. Wow. I just think that no one's expecting them. They're just training. Well, the other thing about the Sharks this year, we need to... You know they're not playing at Shark Park this year. Aren't they? Mate, they're redeveloping the Le- Sharks Leagues Club out the back, which means they can't play at Shark Park. They're playing at Jubilee Oval. Does that actually take Cogra. a few wins off them? Cogra. Yeah, Cogra. Yes, it does. And, and you know what the scary thing is? What? A lot of people don't know this. Like you didn't. I mean... Far out. I'm What's going to happen? But I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. But they haven't advertised it properly. Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big one. So, so punters should be knowing that. Panthers Saturday night at home to the Roosters at Panthers Stadium, Penrith. Roosters. Ah, what a game, though. Panthers. Eagles. Lotto Land. Sunday ticket four o five p.m. hosting the Storm. The Battle of Brook- Donny Brookvale. Oh, Ooh, yeah. what a game. Storm. What Man, a, what a manly. game. Manly. Um, and then Dragons. This is this is turn the TV off material. Dragons hosting the Tigers at Wollongong. Nah, Wollongong's good ground. Um, nice. Tigers, Tigers. Uh, oh, nah. Dragons, Dragons always start well, don't Dragons, they? Dragons, they, yeah. they love it. Who's Gareth Woodett playing for this year? Warrington. 
in the halves with, or is he Fortnite's in the halves with Blake Austin? Oh yeah, Blake Austin. And he's not, he's actually looking like an average Super League player. What does that say? He was overrated. Lots of injuries. Lots and lots of injuries. So many injuries. It's, it wouldn't surprise me if that's finished his career. Um, all right. This is this is a pretty big show. We'll probably just release it as one episode, actually. I was going to try and chop it up into two. Um, any other final words for you about this about the season? Mm, no, just was you hurry up already. Yeah, look, Thursday night's going to be a very good. I'm going to go out into my local... Um, Maybe actually go to the dog and Ranwick if anyone wants to pop down and watch it. Watch the. Game. Oh, I reckon Mickey Darling will. Yeah, one hundred percent. There'll be there'll be a few leggies down there. Uh, hopefully, they have the sound. Um, what about you? Where are you going to watch it? Uh, I will probably just watch it at Thursday at home. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Friday night. Friday nights are my pub games, right? So there's a nice little pub game to do hit. Especially, and I've said this before, the pub game is brilliant in Victoria because you can get the biggest TV at the pub. Brilliant. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's no other AFL, is there? Is that right? No. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think the first three or four rounds, you can even get the, uh, the home game, not the pub game, on the big TV as well because there's no VFL. Hmm. Nice. All right, mate. Well, um... We will regularly record on Sundays for as long as long as possible. Um, it seems to be our best time slot. Punters love getting it in their ears on Monday morning on the commute to work. We're back. Sydney is... You can smell rugby league. I can't um, stress enough how good this game's going to be at Bankwest on Thursday. There's going to be a sellout there. Um, the big rivalry out in Western Sydney. Dogs v Eels. And I just have a real little feeling about the... Um, about the doggies you got to love your league got to love your league Jackal loves stray dogs Beastie loves to lose you know what they say about playing the game you can't hear it I said now. Huh.